This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Tuesday, November 29th. A Fulton County Superior Court judge on Monday threw out a grand jury indictment against six current and former detention officers who were charged with murder in connection with the 2018 death of a Fulton County Jail detainee. According to a wrongful death lawsuit the family filed in federal court, the jailers were also charged with aggravated assault, battery, and violation of oath of office after Antonio May died. The 32-year-old father of three from Macon had been tased, beaten, and pepper-sprayed in the jail. In his six-page order, a Fulton Superior Court judge wrote the defendants should have been allowed to appear before the grand jury, as state law requires for current and former peace officers. Fulton District Attorney Fonnie Willis said her office would file a motion asking the judge to reconsider his decision. Up next, recent data from the United States Census Bureau shows that Atlanta has the highest income inequality among large U.S. cities. Driving much of Atlanta's income inequality, experts say, is the city's entrenched racial disparities, which took root generations ago. Even as the city continues to prosper, many black Atlantans in particular have been left out of its economic success story of the past several years, they add. The persistent economic struggles have been exacerbated by general inflation, especially rising food and gas prices, which are hitting lower-income residents hard. The city's dubious ranking is based on a measure of income inequality known as Gini coefficient and how equally income is distributed among a population and is expressed in a decimal format ranging from 0 to 1. Atlanta has the largest gap between the poor and wealthy among cities with more than 100,000 residents, with a Gini coefficient of .5786. In other news, Governor Brian Kemp criticized former President Donald Trump for his dinner with Nick Fuentes, whose unabashed racism and anti-Semitism has made him the nation's most prominent white nationalist figure. Republican Senate hopeful Herschel Walker, meanwhile, declined comment through an aide. Kemp told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution on Monday that he's proud of the relationship he's forged with the Jewish community and Israel. He added, Racism, anti-Semitism, and denial of the Holocaust have no place in the Republican Party and are completely un-American. Fuentes joined Trump at his private Mar-a-Lago club in Florida last week, along with Kanye West, who also has a history of anti-Semitic statements. Trump has said he didn't know Fuentes, who was part of a group that he said unexpectedly showed up to dinner with West. And faith leaders are ramping up efforts to get out the vote during a crucial runoff election between Senator Raphael G. Warnock and Herschel Walker, including giving rides to the polls for people who don't have transportation and reaching out to congregants. On Monday, more than 30 faith leaders, black and white and from various denominations, held a press conference at the National Center for Civil and Human Rights in Atlanta to emphasize the importance of voting. Some came from as far as Florida, Texas, and Illinois in support of Warnock. On Monday night, the Poor People's Campaign of Georgia is scheduled to host several activists and faith leaders, including its national co-chairman, Reverend William Barber II, at Cascade Midtown at 7 p.m., to address voting and issues facing the nation. According to a spokeswoman, Barber, a nationally recognized civil rights and religious leader, has been in Georgia for several days to encourage voting among poor and low-income residents. Spoken Layer